0: Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Welcome once again to another episode of Indie Comics. I'm your host Tyler, a crusader for creator-owned work and comics that are fine gems to be found in your local comic book shop. So let's go searching for it. And who's with me on this journey today?
1: Oh, the one that's going to be finding those great gems is your own Jeff here.
0: Jeff. Oh my gosh. So this is our first book of the year. Yes indeed. And our interview last time with Mark Guggenheim was amazing. Oh yeah, that was just amazing. you if, I... if you haven't listened to it yet, um obviously we've chosen we've chosen his book Stringers from Oni Press. And um you know, we wanted to start off the new season, you know, with somebody strong and a really good book. And what and, a strong
1: opening for the year of two thousand
0: seventeen it was. Well, the interview I thought was just absolutely phenomenal. Um i i you know it was it was I, I was geeking out you know oh yeah well we both were dude
1: yeah <laughs> it wasn't so, just you man yeah, it was, so i it guess was we can a have a re- here
0: i guess we can finally have real talk because he's not here and we don't have to worry about being professional because oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah let, let, let's just start talking about the book uh um, yeah, we can for sure. we can geek out maybe at the end stringers from yeah. oni press Uh huh. how many how many oni press books have you read
1: I've read quite a few, actually. and ironically, one of the greatest books that I also read by Oni was done by him as well, which was Resurrection.
0: So, yeah. this, so
1: before yeah. I had read, before I had read this, pretty much, with the exception of probably only other two works, I can't think of the names off of the top of my head. The, ma- the major work that I had read for Oni Press was Resurrection, and that was also a Guggenheim work. So it was very it, it, it was very good because, you know, that was his first creator-owned work that he had ever done before right on his own. So to see something like this, it just made me see all the more that, you know, his work is just, it's on top of the world, man. It's just amazing to read and... Of course, Resurrection is a much different story than Stringers. I mean, it's a post-apocalyptic world where Stringers is more set in reality, like if you're looking at Bad Boys or something. But this was... I definitely felt Guggenheim style in this. And it speaks to me, and I still enjoy it to this very day. And Oni is a great thing.
0: Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I've read several Oni Press books. You know, I've read in the past, um, you know, The Sixth Gun, the first book. Uh, I I really wish I... I You know, read a little bit more. Uh, I read uh, Super uh, Super Ko. No, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um, It's an old series. I think there's a third book that just came out or came out fairly fairly recently. Um, And then, of course, Scott Pilgrim, which is one of my favorite.
1: Yeah, Scott Pilgrim. One of
0: my favorite comics of all time, um, and also my favorite movie. Um oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean I I have always loved Oni Press. I uh
1: They're definitely one of those good independent companies that's maybe on the smaller side of things but definitely pumps out some good material. Oh yeah.
0: Also the Rick and Morty stuff is fantastic.
1: Oh, the Rick um, a- Oh yeah, they 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 definitely have a jewel with the Rick and Morty book. Yeah. I mean that's without saying. <laughs> and
0: uh we also have another book. I think we're probably going to do hopefully this year. Uh, I won't say what it is, but it was an Eisner Award winner. Um but um we got actually well yeah, whatever. Anyway, so um, I- I'm a big fan of Oni Press, and so and you do, and you are as well. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. So this is great. So Stringers is about two. I can't. We can't really crawl, call them night crawlers, um, but. Well, the official term for them is stringer. Now, if you guys yeah. aren't familiar, what the term stringer
1: is, stringer is basically somebody that works on behalf of a news company, but they're not on the actual payroll. They're kind of they're kind of like, like freelance. They're like spies. They're, they're basically, if in a way you want to kind of say they're freelance journalists because they're not on the actual newspaper or news uh, rolls payroll, but they still get money from them for what they're
0: able to shoot. They're and, essentially doing things that are that should be very very illegal, but yeah you know what but hey if the- any
1: if any if anything it's almost like you know a lot of a lot of what you know amateur bloggers nowadays do, and but you know they're you know these two Nick and Paul, I believe their name was yep and they're they're just out you know doing their thing, trying to get their 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 weekly bread by trying to find uh car chases basically that's going on while police are chasing uh, people around uh around the city. Yep. But however they stepped
0: into a very very bad incident
1: where Well, the funny thing is is when you say it that way, dude, the entire theme about this got me thinking of die hard, being in the wrong place at the wrong damn t- at the wrong damn time.
0: Well, no, because they were intentionally doing it. Well, I, they were I, intentionally I... doing it, but they didn't intend for
1: them to see what they thought they had saw and that's then got chased around all the city thinking that there was something
0: else that they were being chased after. Yeah, that's true. So um, in this book, so it's nothing really like Nightcrawler because Nightcrawler is all, it's about the personality and, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see a little bit of personality with this, but not like on Nightcrawler. Yeah. But, yeah. But, well, it's only basically personality driven. It's only exactly. about basically sho- so showing how, you know, how he is. Yeah, and this precisely. this is about the story, and the story is that they come across something that we won't spoil, but they come across a little bit of evidence. Yeah, um, they stumble that... upon something, and essentially it leads
1: a couple of cops trying out to get them because you know it's it's a bit of dirty material is what those, it is, and those
0: around him as well. So um, that's pretty much what the synopsis is, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the one thing that we talked about kind of at length on the last uh, podcast, the interview, was about putting action into comics because yes. obviously Mark Guggenheim, executive producer of Arrow, likes action. <laughs> oh, yeah, this was and this was like action incarnate is what it was. Now, you know, what he was saying was that it had to flow and look really, you know, like it basically had to flow. It had to look like an action thing. You're basically watching an action scene. Exactly. So, so my question is to you, did the artist and did he do that
1: yeah the art was exactly on that i'm telling you right now dude i mean it may sound corny but the entire time i just had i had the miami vice theme in my mind the entire time when i was reading this actually because you know <laughs> that was the kind of action that i was pretty much thinking of i mean not that i'm liking the story to the particular era of the miami vice thing but it had that flow to it. Yeah. And it just, I, I couldn't put it down. Truthfully, I think I, I read the whole thing in like 40 minutes.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, I, I didn't read it until right before this recording because it's past, I mean, well, we had Long Beach Comic Expo last week. And yes, we did. <laughs> we, we've been so busy. And uh, so I finally was able to read it. And then, of course, I also wanted it to be fresh when we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I read it. I mean, how I, I probably started about 15 minutes before you got here. So, I mean, it, only took, yeah. it took me about yeah, 45, 50 minutes yeah, to read it. Yeah, 45,
1: 50 minutes. So it's one of those kind of things that. But on the top of on the surface, yeah, it's 146 pages to read, but really, that's 146 pages. that just go by like that. It, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't really take any amount of time. I mean, it's like almost as soon as you're pretty much starting the story, you're getting to know Nick and
0: Paul. Then they're getting into some deep, deep doo
1: doo, and then you know yeah. the story just goes from there and twists and turns and sending you one way or another.
0: Um, before we move on to more of the art and the uh, and the writing and whatnot, um, how do you feel? about um like or i guess what was the main thing about the action scenes that you real that you think stood out more in a- than other comic books because for me it felt those action car chases felt way different than like what you would read in the dc or in, a- in another book well
1: i mean for one there's a there there there's basically a whole lot of realism going into this cuz you know there's no superheroes in this story whatsoever. It's not superhero driven. There's no, you know, metahumans or anything. These are just two guys that you know are trying to get that, that are just trying to make it out with their lives while trying to figure out why these cops are being are, are, are trying to find them out. So, if you think about it, it almost seems almost your stereotypical late eighties, early nineties kind of kind of cop movie or something about you know being stuck in in, in some kind of place. I liken it to Die Hard in a way. These guys in a way, yeah, they were intentionally there, but they sure as heck didn't know that they were gonna stumble into some stuff that night. And had, had yeah. they had they known, they probably would have tried to take a the, the the detour out of that way or something because they really get into some deep stuff here. And yeah, with that, the action really just it flows because you know. One way or another, it's linear. You're going to see a definite beginning. You're definitely going to see a violent uh, cruise on through this, and then you're going to see an end. And, of course, you know what they end up having at the very end is, in a way, they kind of had their happy ending, if you think about it. They really did.
0: Yeah, um, they really did. Yeah. No spoiler, but yeah, uh, absolutely. No spoiler,
1: but they definitely had their happy ending in a way.
0: I mean, as of right now, it's a one shot, and if, mm-hmm. and he said in the interview that, uh, that we should expect more. Hopefully, exactly. If they can, so yeah. I mean, I I, I definitely want more. But which um, is
1: great, which is great because the way that they set it up and the way it was concluded. I mean, yeah, I sure want to see more, but you know what? If that's all we ever do see, I couldn't be any happier because I think it was a good send-off. I, I think it was the perfect conclusion, actually.
0: Yeah, there's it's a great beginning and ending, but uh, I want to go back to... So, the main thing about, as to why I want to talk about the action so much and why it looks different and why it feels different as an action, uh, as an action uh, comic, um, I think it's fascinating, and I love the hell out of it. So, when you... Look at a panel, and yeah. there's somebody's getting punched, or a tire screeching. You, you know, you'll see pow, or or something, or sometimes not even that. It'll just be like a big, like well, like amoeba look, or like you know, like just a big star, and you know, yellow. Or you'll just see uh, tires, and maybe more right. screech in the comic book. In this comic, yes. the artist and Mark Guggenheim do something so brilliant, and I love it, honestly. They're they're and, there's right they're writing those little monologues like he has never been hit so hard in his life or well, something. Yeah, and, but but it's like it just it describes it a little bit more so you really can hear it. So you really can yeah. feel it. Like if you've been in a car and you're driving over gravel and you start speeding, you know, and you know, you know, the funny speeding thing, off, you kinda know how that feels. And then when you read it, you're like, Oh yeah, I kinda know. But you that know feeling. the funny
1: thing is is you're looking at it from the standpoint that, you know, it makes you feel it. For me, it felt more comedic to me actually. It felt, oh. it, it felt more comedic to me than anything doing it that
0: way. I mean, some of it was funny, but like my favorite one though was brake squeal. Okay, so it and it'll be like all one word. And it'll kind of just take up, yeah, you know, and follow the car. But whenever the car does anything crazy, like, uh, like a crazy turn, or it's driving over something, or they get hit, it, it'll say this. And this one takes up the whole panel and it says brake squealing and rubber uh, and rubber burning on asphalt. Yeah, exactly. You just, so you smell it, you. You, you just you kind of have that feeling as, t- okay like you you're in the chase scene with him
1: yeah exactly and 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 i and i felt that but for me i don't know maybe it was just because it was my particular perspective but i thought it was just more of a comedic effect it, but because it made me smile on every single
0: page whenever i saw something like that it just made me smile again i mean i think some of them are funny but because he does come from a television background, I really do think, and he, you know, and he said he was like, you know, he wants people to feel the yeah. action, oh, and yeah. that's what, it, and for me, I, I think some of it's funny, but I think the whole intention is to, for you to really be in the middle of it and kind of get your heart racing. And well, where that is, happened for me was when I believe it was,
1: I think it was Paul. He was starting to get his ass beaten by that cop, particularly. And they're doing that description right there. And I'm trying to think, Ooh, yeah. yeah, you can definitely feel the pain suddenly coming with that.
0: I mean, there's one where basically um, a car is being T-boned. And uh, well, I'm not really going to spoil it. But a- as these actions and stuff happen, there's different fonts and there's different colors yes, as they do it. Yes. And it really, really, really brings in the scene. So, Yes, exactly. Um, if I want to say so, since we have done action comics. This is something I've never seen before, and I love it. And yeah, I, I would love to see see more, um, you know, because I haven't seen, I haven't read Resurrection and Forever or was anything like that. I don't recall re- Resurrection being like that. If anything, it was more
1: thematic. Really, it was more, it was more thematic. Really, and more. I mean, yeah, there was action in it, but I don't remember it being that that the same kind of intense that you saw yeah. with this particular book.
0: So when Mark said that he wanted to do something different with action. He did it and it worked. This is the most effective thing I've seen in indie comics. Oh, yeah, action. Exactly. I I love saga and I love it. If it gets you to
1: feeling it, then this is the book for you. And you know, sometimes for a comedic effect, if you want something to make you smile, I would definitely recommend that that as well. Yeah. If you want,
0: for a fast paced action, new, I guess, what I want to become a trope. Th- this this is probably the the best thing I've seen in, it ent- in, it entices independent your senses is what it does, yeah, so it, it definitely entices um if you are listening mr guggenheim uh it is so effective uh, or the writer or whoever or the artist or whoever whoever whoever's idea it was, it's brilliant, and thank you so much, and I hope to see it a little bit more, oh yeah, more and more comics because this this brought me into it, and this got me it 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 got me kind of on the edge of my seat, so <laughs> oh yeah, um so yeah i mean so Minus the action, what do you think about the character design? What do you think about the art, and do you think it encapsulates kind of the tone? And um, just- the artwork was definitely good because for me, it felt once again,
1: you know, like we're looking at you know a modern day uh, you know um, crime-based kind of television show, but at the same time, the grittiness for me. It felt a little bit, a little noir kind of. I felt a little bit of a noir kind of feel to it too, as well. Yeah, you know, I, I felt, I'll, I'll agree I felt, with that. I, I felt a little bit of noir with it, especially when you're looking at the reporter and you know what she's dealing with with that crooked cop who's telling her to come along, and I, it just, it just really spoke to me. I mean, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of perfection in a lot of the scenes because a lot of it is chase, a lot of it is going highly fast paced. But you know what? That's exactly what's needed for something like this.
0: For me, um. I think that the art is very different and but we we've seen it before in other comic books, but you know it and it works only in several different tones, and this is one of them uh what it's what I see is that the characters have a l there's a lot of um detail you know oh yeah there, there's a lot more detail to the to the actual characters or the main focus um, uh-huh. um object. And then everything else is simplified. Is uh it's, exactly? Um, what's the word I'm trying to think of? It's uh oh my gosh, scenery. I should have taken a nap. No no no. But like it's 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 not uh it's not simplified. But it's um ah no it's the new current trend of stuff. But anyways, it it all focuses on the characters or yeah, the characters or themselves. the main inanimate object like a tape or a USB drive or. A car,
1: yeah, um, for and
0: sure. so and everything else, it just kind of blends in and just creates a mood, mostly with colors. It's funny you mention he, that he, because he, now
1: that now that I look back on it, I do see that particular kind of theme in the panels now, where the characters or what is being dealt with in the particular panel is being really heavily emphasized, as opposed to the rest of the scenery right there, which I particularly enjoy. I mean, because you know, let's be honest, you know, you're not going to be able to get full on description of everything in every single one of those panels. So for what they were doing, it was plenty effective. And for me, it was actually not only effective, but it was
0: actually it was preferred. I think it was preferred yeah. that way. Oh, no, no, no. And that's what I'm saying. Like I I love it. And um I'm trying to remember I I, I couldn't remember what what it was. I think it was maybe mind management. Uh but we had we just reviewed another comic that did, did the same thing. Um no, mind management is that's a lot of detail. Um sorry, I'm going through all the comics. But we did another comic last year where it was uh, detail on the main focus of each panel. right. And the yeah. rest of it was just a color or a scheme that would f- that would basically bring out the tone. So oh, as okay. you read this comic, uh, a lot of the panels, depending on what the tone and what is going on and how heavy it is, you it'll, know it'll, it'll be really red. And um, and I love it. I think it is. Yeah, red, yellows, oranges. Oh yeah, very um, he- very heavy on the reds and yellows, and then a little bit of blue. But of course, it all happens at night. But you yeah, have... exactly. So you got some of the bl- some of the black tone to it as well. So but, you know, obviously there's. But that. the thing is, is that it brings so much more to it, and I like it. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I can't believe I can't I can't remember that word. And, and whoever's listening, I'm sorry. I'm really not that dumb. I just haven't had sleep. Um, <laughs> but. Um, no, it's just, it's it, it's gorgeous. It's really, really fun to look at. And most of all, with the art and the background and the character design... It really brings in the tone, just like yes. just like the description. It compl- it, it complements the writing perfectly, is what it does, too. It's
1: a perfect compliment.
0: Well, it makes you feel for the characters. You, you oh, see yeah. Red, and they're freaking out. You start freaking your Your body, exactly. you start thinking, like, Once oh, again, man, it starts, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of this. So. You know
1: what? It starts to entice the senses, just like I said. I, That's exactly what it does.
0: And I think that what this comic book um, shows me is one thing. Um, I want to be able to hear, smell, or feel um, what is happening in action? In action um, oh yeah! In the action of comics, and so this found a brilliant way to do that. And not only that, because it is so intense at times, and sometimes it's not, and it and it has cooler colors. Um, coloring, you know, the just using the different colors really does make a very very big difference. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and of course there's plenty of comics that do that with colors exactly but especially you know, since the majority of the story takes place during the night so yeah kind of
1: makes you almost wonder would the same thing have happened if they tried to if guggenheim and his artists had tried
0: to portray the entire thing happening during the day yeah i mean i'm not saying that i don't like you know like detailed backgrounds and stuff like that i do i love sure. it it just doesn't work in. A comic like this where it's happening all in one night where everything is quick quickly paced and i think without having a background a very very detailed background at all i think what it shows is that they're not even aware of it they're just they're just going from from a to the next place like they're just yeah, trying, exactly they, they, they don't care they, as what everything else is just in their way they just need to go and there's 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 no reason to really figure out where you are at this point Precisely. because they are you know freaking out exactly so to the artist I love it. It works so well. I love your design. I love your ideas, and th- this this book is so cool and just just such a, just a good use. Yes, of just of the background and colors. Exactly, it is so effective. So,
1: and, and like a, and and in my opinion, exp- expresses and complements the uh, the narrative perfectly of what Guggenheim is writing. Yeah, it's just you couldn't have found found a better compliment to the book, in my opinion.
0: Well, what do you think? What do you think that this does for indie comics, for as, as the whole independent comic industry? That kind of well, quite simply, I
1: go, going back to almost your entire thing. I think it's kind of the thing that's going to people can probably look at this particular book and get the idea that you know what, maybe it's not so much about just trying to entice someone by the eyes anymore, but trying to get everybody to when they read this book, feel it smell it. Yeah. It's an Set emotional everything. If anything, like I said, this is focusing on just more than what sight was because let's be honest, you know, indie comics is just like all other comics. It is something that is particularly something that is based on visual on on visual perception here. But this particular book, I think challenges all those notions now to where you know a comic can be a lot more than just what you see. But it's also about what you what you can possibly smell from from the narrative, <laughs> what, you can, <laughs> what you can what you can what you can might be hearing, what you might be feeling. This, I think actually could be, in my opinion, Tyler. This could be probably a new trend that we will be seeing in comics in the near future. I, I really
0: do hope so. Um, and if
1: anything, I think you know a lot more uh, publishing labels should follow this example and writers should start to start to borrow this particular
0: principle because this is something that I think could be a game changer. See, and the crazy thing is is that besides the color, the whole, You know, just not detailed background, the simplification of it, um, you know, of the the art style, like, around the characters. Because, again, the characters and the main, you know, um, object on the panel are detailed very well. Oh, you have a great design. Oh, my God. I I, I love how they look. Um, But we also get that in The Walking Dead. However, The Walking Dead is only... You know, a shade of gray, black well, and white. It's black and white and gray. Yeah, exactly. So, and and it, and it's very effective. I think that it is phenomenal, but it's also slow. Walking Dead is a slow process. It's,
1: it's well, yeah, not,
0: but that, but again, also if you think not about more, it,
1: yeah, this is something to stimulate the immediate need because this is heavy action right in your face, happening within the scope of a night.
0: No, oh, yeah, and that's what I'm Walking saying. Is- Dead
1: is something entirely different because that's a post apocalyptic apoc post-apocalyptic world in which, you know, civilization has fallen. So, you know, they kind of can have time to make the story a little bit slower.
0: Yeah, well, no, no. But what I I was getting at was um, because whenever I would see this in a comic, it would just mean things are slow and it's alienation. It's – there's nothing – it makes the audience want to kind of feel like there's nothing around, um, that that these characters are alone. And it's amazing how in this book, though, it makes it seem like – the characters are going so fast and they're just they're just yeah. gone they're just zipping through they're just zipping through wherever they are like they're not even like they're, they're on the street for maybe a second and, so, they're, it's and almost, then they're being on al- another continent it's almost it's minutes. almost
1: like these two guys are the flash at once is what they are and the mo- and the world is just moving <laughs> at the speed of light around them
0: yeah so i think it's phenomenal um that it's proving that with color uh you know like you know, just bringing out an emotion during a, a action exactly. you know, sequence is just you know, it doesn't have to be this crazy detailed insane. Like I don't, we don't have to see every window of a of a you know of a well, big yeah, of building course. or something like that in the background exactly. of, of a chase scene. We don't have to see the detail of a different car behind it. Like in this, co- in this, uh, in the comic. You'll just see lights in the background. Like, nothing else. Like, you won't even see a shape of the car behind them. It'll just mm-hmm. be two lights. And it's, like, it's, just, it's so effective. Because it also creates kind of, like, that, that eeriness to it. Like, oh, man, like, what is it? What is it? Oh, it's a car. Like, we're being chased by something. Because, again, exactly. we don't know who the bad guys are. Which is nice. Um, so, it creates mystery. It creates suspense. It creates um, whatever the colors want you to, want you to feel. So, um. I think that this is a very 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 big thing in action indie comics because yeah. sometimes you know they just they don't throw me like this one does. Um no, they don't no. they don't get me. I mean it's, I'm just kind of like okay, I'm just flipping through pages and it's just the same thing over and over again. No, the action sequences are fast and you but you get more out of it and you get more and you get to read more and and you know they're not wasting like you know half the comic book and just Oh, this car going gives from new this meaning. street over to that street. This it's like, is like it
1: almost—it's like it almost gives it, it gives new meaning to the "less is more" principle. Is what yes, it is. That's less, exactly le- what I'm getting at. Less so. is more.
0: Sometimes less is more. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know how else to say. I think this is actually a really staple. For an action book, if somebody were to be like, "Hey, I want to read, yeah, I want to read something that's not DC or Marvel, but I want something that's kind of realistic and, and with action, and ha- and and ha- you know something that can just read really quickly." Yeah, this is a perfect book. It's a perfect for you one. to get into. And we keep saying that I, I feel like every month, but the thing is, like every month, we, we we have something like it's it's for a different audience. But this is definitely like the one for the action, high you know, fast paced Yeah, this is definitely something if you're for, if you're
1: part of the high paced action paced feel everything kind of audience then this book is for you if you're more into like the superheroes or something this may not be so much the book for you because you know this is isn't really what we're talking about here but if you want high high octane action right in your face then by all means man yeah this is for you
0: okay um is there anything else you want to uh you want to say before we go
1: oh and uh yes i did uh pick up the billy joel reference uh Mr. Guggenheim. So I, I definitely enjoyed <laughs> that because that's speaking from another Billy Joel fan here. And it totally made me smile when I saw it. Yeah. And, of course, I loved all your other little references, too. I loved uh, Nick's poster of uh, Green Arrow. We saw that in there because it actually shows it from the show. So yeah. I, lo- I love the little references. Uh, uh, home run on that one.
0: So, yeah. Um, of course, the, the the episode before this one is the interview with Mark Guggenheim. And we highly suggest it. In- it was awesome just to be able to talk to him exactly. And, um, yeah, th- this is a good this is a good book, and it's w- such a good way to start the year. So oh, yeah, I'm very happy with i'm I'm very happy to have read that one. Oh, yeah, we're it's off a, to a great start this year. this see, I, I couldn't have picked a better book. And this is why independent comics are just so important and why people really need to read them because I yes. mean as much as I, you know, I I like DC and I like Marvel and you know and things are getting better with them but the thing is yeah. that there are other alternatives. This yeah. is this is you can just get one volume and get a whole story and it's so good from start and you get an ending and you don't need you know years of lore and years of history for it. You just Exactly. You just have these two guys that you can connect with because you I mean they are you know they are relatable. They really are. <laughs> they are. They I are. mean they're just driven they're, they're two driven guys who do stupid things which is what we all do in life. So Well, of course you can make the argument one is definitely makes a lot more stupid mistakes than the other one, but, but they still do stupid But things. they still do stupid things together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you usually know somebody who is either has you know makes makes dumber decisions than the other one who doesn't. So Yeah, we you, have one that's one.
1: more the level-headed one and one who, who <laughs> seems to just not get it right one way or another
0: (laughs) it's it's like that it's like that meme it says like you know there's either there's two type of people there's one whatever it's like three quarters of a gas uh like the the indicator and like you know three quarters of the gas is still there he goes oh need to need to uh Need to pull over and get more gas. And then the one that's almost on empty, be like, ah, I got this. I can keep going. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Exactly. All righty. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us. You can contact us on our site to stay updated. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. To find this book, you can go on Comicsology. You can go on Oni Press. You can go to your local comic book shop. We highly support local businesses. Yes. Again, listen to the episode before because Mark Guggenheim is so interesting and awesome, and it's just such a pleasure to talk to him. And it's the it's the season it's the season opener of this of this new year. Yeah. So yep. <laughs> Any Comics for 2017 is officially a go, guys. Oh, yeah. Music has been provided by bensound.com. This show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a wonderful week and GGG stringers yeah yeah stringers